Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, this is Rusty Cage here, and uh, I'm sorry that we haven't been uploading this podcast uh, for a while. That's kind of a lot of my fault. Um, this episode that you're listening to right now is an interview that we did with Gokunaru, who made a long and very intricate documentary kind of taking down H3H3. And uh, while that controversy kind of died out, like I said, I just want to apologize. It's my fault. It took me a while to to uh, edit it all together. Anyways, here is the interview with Gokunaru. All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of State of the YouTube. We are here with a very special guest today. Ethan Klein. We got the man himself to react to all of our criticism. Welcome aboard, Ethan. Hey, guys. It's uh, Ethan Klein. Uh, that's definitely him. He sounds more Jewish than usual. Hey, Ethan, are you going to make a joke about your fupa? No, not today. I'm uh, trying to been trying to be losing some weight recently, so I'm uh, going to be okay. holding off on that. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm I'm sorry to disappoint you guys, but we are not actually here with the Ethan Klein. <laughs> what? We you guys are, lied to me. We are here with the video vigilante himself, Gokunaru. Oh. Rising Shucks. up the ranks faster than a shooting star. Oh, jeez. Yeah, hopefully not short-lived. Uh, thanks for having me, y'all. How's it going, Gokunaru? It's going pretty good, man. I'm chilling. It's a nice, what is it, Saturday night? Yeah, yeah this is what no. we do on a Saturday night. We just stay inside and, <laughs> and podcast. This is the pinnacle of human activity. Oh, so yeah, I don't want to hear any bashing of this choice of my time. No, no. no. None so, uh, Gokunaru, you got popular because... Very recently. Recently, because of the documentary, I guess I should call it a documentary, that you made about H3H3, kind of a takedown video. Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay, was that the, the first, like, initial push to your channel? Oh, absolutely, man. I was in literal purgatory in terms of, like, uh, YouTube uh, relevancy. I was in purgatory for, like, the last four years at least. Have you been active on it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been active pretty well the last seven years, on and off, I guess. Well, what changed What changed this video? Or, or yeah. like, what were you doing different that caused this one to blow up? Yeah, uh, basically, I mean, I've always been interested in YouTube, and I at this point, like, more than half of my life, I've been watching YouTube videos. And, uh, yeah, I was always interested in, like, emulating uh kind of what i was seeing online like it started initially Uh with like avgn like i just i thought it was awesome right and uh yeah but basically for youtube and myself initially it was like the same as everybody which is you know call of duty gameplay and like trick shots um hell yeah (laughs) which is yeah a pretty common avenue or at least i've heard um but from there yeah yeah and that that kind of like that weeded out a lot of people right like if you survived the you know putting up gameplay aspect of youtube then already you're kind of ahead of the competition i'd like to think but uh because like i had a ton of friends who started youtube channels and whatever and they you know gave up after cod um Uh but for some reason i kind of stuck with it and slowly like you know i started watching movies and whatever and i i just kind of started learning how to edit better and over time okay i'm also pretty stubborn so i just kind of kept wanting to see if i could succeed in some way and uh yeah over time i just basically tried different i went in a lot of different directions to see uh, what i could do kind of optimize my uh chances of getting popular and finally yeah, something shit. i guess hit yeah yeah I you guess know, that reminds works. me that reminds me of a another youtuber who 
started off just making Call of Duty videos, and then he decided to dip his toe into YouTube drama, and that YouTube DSP. that YouTuber ended up becoming DJ Killer Keemstar. Killer Keemstar. Mm. He's like your biggest fan too, isn't he? He probably fucking loves that uh your your video, your takedown video. H three H three got taken down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, you know, Keem, I remember Keem from back in Halo when he would literally, like, just be trash-talking, like, little kids, and, uh, yeah, I have a lot of respect for the man, he's come a long fucking way since then. Well, speaking of respect, I really wanted to talk about your work ethic going into this video, because you begin this 90-minute, you know, documentary, people, you know, it's a video vigilante, it's clearly, like, uh, sort of a play on content cop, but I would say, like, in terms of putting in effort and, like, criticism, all that... Um, as much as I love Content Cop, I think you fucking you you made it look like child's play oh, in terms fuck. of the amount of work you probably put yeah. in. At the beginning, you said like this video is the result of hundreds of hours yeah. of research scripting. How do you like when you're at you're a channel at that time with what like five hundred subs or something like that? How do you decide I'm going to dedicate months of my life to something that? as far as you know, is going to get less than a thousand views. Yeah, just really genuinely just like uh, uh, just kind of insane and uh, a little bit of like a suicide mission. This was like very much (laughs) a Hail Mary uh, where it's like make or break. Like, you know, because again, I've been working at making YouTube videos for a long ass time. I've been watching. I've watched all of your content except Rusty. I have to say I uh, wasn't familiar with you. Don't watch Rusty. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't familiar with you until. Uh, hey, listen, <laughs> no one is for some reason, so I'm no, used no, to no. that. It's Fuck uh, Rusty. I saw you in Nerd City's video though, and I, I kind of, I kind of recognize you from there. But oh, okay. uh, beyond, beyond that, I wasn't sure. But uh, yeah, no, I just, I've been, you know, interested in this community for such a long time. I have so much like useless, absolutely useless. I or so I assumed YouTube drama just collecting my fucking brain. And, uh, yeah, there was just a certain point where I was like, okay, my content is headed in a weird direction. I'm not really sure what I'm doing. Uh, worst case, I should probably kind of, I guess, try (laughs) something different, something completely out of nowhere. Yeah, just take a chance out of the blue. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I have a bit of a weird thing where if I'm going to try something I've never done before, I want to do it like as the best I can right off the bat, just to like set a very high bar for myself. Um, right. And I, did, this, I think th- you did. I, I was I was surprised. If this is your first type of video like this, it was yeah. fucking solid, and it was very entertaining. Uh, like yeah. you, you definitely hit on all the points. You did very well explaining them. It was convincing, and uh, I, yeah, I was impressed. The, the hardest part about um, really doing like a content cop on somebody who is mostly podcasting is that you have to sit through and take notes on Hundreds of hours of content. Or three hours sa- long each episode yeah, like, or whatever. If you're going to make a video shitting on Grade A Under A, it's probably going to take you four hours to watch his videos. But when mm-hmm. you're doing this, the H3 podcast, that will take you months to even listen through. Right? Yeah, how long did it take you to make? Right, yeah. Um. So, I basically, I started the video uh, a few days before they released their mobile ad. Um. I forget exactly, but I believe I started on like September 3rd or something like that. Um, and then, so I, I was writing the script and the day that I was going to record, uh, you know, record for the video, I, they dropped the mobile ad and I was like, oh shit. Cause I thought for, cause n- there wasn't that many people who were unfavorable about H3 at that point. And I was like, 
I, w- I felt like I was kind of ahead of the curve because I w- had been watching the podcast and I noticed a trend where Ethan was just kind of going off way too often. And, uh, you know, I had been stockpiling a lot of moments of him doing that. Kind of getting and, un- unchecked or, or slipping by the public right. view or whatever. Yeah, and uh, there were a few moments where I was like, okay, this guy is kind of out of control. Um, and, you know, either way, uh, basically when that mobile app was released... That gave me like a bit of a kickstart because I was like, oh, shit. Now I know for a fact that now other people are going to jump like uh, into this because the mobile ad, I felt like a lot of uh, aggression was building up toward Ethan, but the mobile ad gave like a really easy criticism for for people to make. Like it was like an in almost where it's like you can point at that one thing and that is the thing that people are going to criticize about him. And I was kind of right in that because that started a big wave of like people, you know, dissecting uh, Ethan's content. Yeah, and that was the thing, the first thing that Emperor Lemon was uh, coming to me about, uh, talking about the, the mobile ad. You're talking about the, the video they put on their, their main yeah. channel where they're yeah, just promoting right. the they were advertising, um, They were advertising a new phone game that right. includes microtransactions, and they put a pre-roll ad on the YouTube video <laughs> advertising <laughs> the game. Right, and, okay. and for some reason, I don't know, I guess I'm, I'm absolutely alone here. I didn't fucking care. I mean, no. I didn't even watch the video, but it's like, who gives a fuck if uh, someone's you, promoting something they made on their channel? Right. I'm actually with you on that, Rusty. I did not give a single fuck about the mobile ad. I was pissed off because I knew that people would be criticizing him for that when really there's a, like much okay. better things to criticize him for. Yeah. Like, I, I, I think I, I only made one comment about the mobile ad. And it was because that day the mobile ad was dropped and I knew it would be something I need to mention. Um... Right. Well, in, in my mind, it's like the people criticizing him for the ad and focusing on that, they're playing checkers. And over here, you were like building a 4D <laughs> chessboard all along. Right. And, and through That's their true. stupid checker shenanigans, you were able to jump onto this wave and control it and make the best video in the whole new genre. Yeah. Yeah, fuck. I mean... Jesus Christ, man. I mean, you're giving me a bit too much credit, yeah. but... Uh, well, can it, you name one H3 takedown video that's even half as good as... I mean, I'm not going to ask you because, I mean, yeah. you'd be biased, of course, but, like, Amp, have, you watch this shit all the time. Who else has done a video like this? Well, it's very interesting that you say that, Mumkey, because I've been monitoring this whole sort of H3 downfall thing for a while now, and I began to notice kind of at the beginning of this year... Every few months ago, I'd start to see a video in my recommended of some anti-H3 video. And it started off where they would just get dislike bombed to hell. And that YouTuber would kind of be discredited. But as time went on, I start to see all these H3 takedown videos come up. The dislike ratio gets smaller and smaller. Mm. And then um, I think after the mobile ad thing, that really turned a lot of people against him and that might have started the tipping point but it was kind of one of those things where a lot of people weren't really willing to admit it like they were mm-hmm. in denial and um the video vigilante video i believe that it, we will look back on this video as much the same way we do the leafy content cop where that video basically sparked a turning point in Ethan's channel, where after that, after um, Goku Naru's video has been passed around a lot, H3 has been having negative subscribers every That's, day. That was on surprising. His that was I was surprised to see that they're actually losing subscribers. Um, yeah, and but the, the one thing about this is like, uh, it, it's 
it's not necessarily that people's eyes are being opened up. Maybe it is, but it's also a, a public image thing that you don't want to be on the outside of. You want to go along with the flow of what everyone's saying. Uh, it's people who maybe don't have a strong opinion. And they're just following along and say, oh, yeah, okay, I guess this is fucked up because they're not really, you know, considering it from their own lens. Um, it, so why they would be, I don't know, liking all of uh, the or disliking all the criticism videos at first and then slowly moving to the opposite side. Nobody wants to be in that small minority. And I think oftentimes people's opinions are susceptible to the majority's, I don't know, manipulation. Yeah, it's it's an interesting thing because for me, um, I was nervous as hell, man. Like I really, uh, you know, I I don't know. I I'm I'm pretty confident usually, but uh, yeah, I, I didn't know what was gonna happen with this, and I was pretty confident it was gonna flop because I was releasing an hour and a half long video to an audience <laughs> God, of literally would, fucking nobody. That would suck. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I don't know about Rusty, but uh, I feel in a similar boat. Whenever I post a video over half an hour, like the view counts are. Yeah. tiny compared to the big one so as somebody who already didn't have any subs i can imagine you're like oh man i just wasted all my fucking time i bet yes yeah. but you were proven wrong yeah yeah and that that uh how did yeah, the that views video first... ended up being uh, i'm sorry you can continue i was gonna ask how did the views first start coming in did like like keem start you know did he tweet it out or was it just like the youtube algorithm promoting it or what happened yeah no there was uh the first two or three days there was nothing just dead air and it was actually uh, if anything if anything it was a i think the dislike ratio was like 65 percent or something oh um, shit Fuck yeah now, off. so not I mean, only did you uh is your video not getting views but everyone hates it well it probably got posted on the h3 subreddit sure, yeah it did that it did yeah um and the h3 subreddit uh, there were some people because the subreddit is starting to turn on them and i think now it's kind of almost fully turned on them but Prior to that, yeah, the there was people who were coming on, obviously, just sh to shit on me, like, immediately. And I didn't, you know, I didn't really care that much because I knew the video wasn't for them um, so much as it was for, like, uh, just the people who are casual, more casual fans of H3. Because, like, of course, there's, everybody gets eventually, like, a cultist following in a way, right? Um, yeah, yeah, everybody exactly. except for Rusty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I do. It's just uh, they, they, are, they aren't allowed to watch my videos. <laughs> yeah, they're too young to click on <laughs> age restricted. Yeah, but uh, what the first push that occurred was uh, actually um, a channel called Memeology, which uh, he's he's kind of he was he's a small channel as well, and I was in communication with him because he was covering the whole Philip DeFranco better help uh, situation, and uh -huh. he he was kind of uh, aware of Ethan as well, and I was just kind of you know reaching out to him just to see uh, what his take was, just to see if I wasn't crazy because you have to keep in mind. Like most people in my family do not care about this. Uh, most <laughs> none of my friends cared, and most of my friends are fans of H3H3. H3. So I, there was nobody I could talk to. I'm, I didn't have any connections with any other YouTubers, uh, and it was literally just m me in my head watching these podcasts, and I wasn't sure if I was insane or not. So memeology was someone I was kind of discussing with, and uh, when I put out the video, he didn't know who the hell I was. First of all, I was just DMing him questions, and he would answer them, and that I don't think nice. he. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so right off the bat, like, you know, I owe him that. And uh, but what ended up happening was that uh, he uh, when I showed him the video, he was like insanely impressed and he immediately shared it with like his his YouTube audience. He shared it with whatever the community tab is and he put it on Twitter and like all of that. And I was like, whoa, OK. So within a day it had like 5K and I was like, 
all right, you know, like there's something to this maybe. And uh, I was very happy with that because it got like whatever, you know, a few hundred likes. And I was like, holy shit, feedback finally, right? Like I get to actually uh, have some people watching my stuff. And uh, from there, it absolutely snowballed. Like I was actually insanely fucking just blown away by the, um, I don't know what you would say, but just kind of the, uh, I don't know, I guess, whatever. The What are the, you... Uh, what are you, yeah, you? What's your growth looking like now? I mean, when did you release yeah. this video? Versus and like how how have your subscribers been? Have they just been exponentially growing? Is it still um, taking on steam? Because I saw it's it's at six hundred something thousand views at this point. Yeah, I was gonna say that uh, it was like infectious from there. Like memeology just it, it plagued a bunch of people with my video, and then from there they took it themselves and they brought it everywhere. Right? Like I I really the work was almost over for me at that point. Although, of course, I was still, like, you know, freaking out about it and whatever. But uh, he really, like, kickstarted things. And f in terms of growth right now, it's actually nuts. It's actually something I cannot properly comprehend at the moment. But <laughs> it's, it's yeah, I mean, whatever. I say nuts because uh, from my standards, but in terms of just numbers. Uh, no, man, from... fucking over half a million views. That's awesome. Yeah, exactly. That it, mm -hmm. And so it's it's still growing. It's still growing strong. Yeah, it's at like 600k now, which is uh and again, it's just nuts. Uh and, I, and now even your like, new response video is also blowing up with a shit ton of views. So clearly right. it's not like a, you know, a one-off. Right. Yeah. And uh yeah, of course, there's there's people who are saying like, you know, you're uh, riding Ethan's name or whatever, which obviously applies. Like I can't deny that in sure. you know, That's like saying like CNN is writing off Trump's <laughs> right. name. No, you're I mean, but there reporting. there is a point there. There's a point there like that that when you finally hit the nail on the head and found a thing that works, it happens to be YouTube uh, call-out culture. And right. Maybe not call-out, but yeah, like that's the thing that works. Everyone goes, ooh, take down on a big-name YouTuber. And so is that going to be something that you're going to have to continue going forward, or is, is this the direction that yeah. you want to go in where it's kind of like a content cop uh, commentary type of thing? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's an interesting question. I mean, if anything... I am open to everything in terms of my content. I don't want to say that anything's off the table. This is definitely something I'm very interested in because I, um, th here's the thing. I needed this video to be good. Okay. In my head, I needed for me to justify, um, taking somebody down in that way or whatever you want to call it. Uh, I needed it to be good. I needed there to be a reason people are watching, you know, not purely because, uh, I'm just bashing somebody because that they want to see bashed, right? right. right. Yeah, you're not, so, you're not just like doing like leafy or something and, and ranting for yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah, uh, I like I like to think that you know there's there's something a little bit more to gain from it. I guess um, that's how I justify it to myself. Many you know people will see it, however, obviously they do. But uh, for me, yeah, in the future, I am definitely open to continuing this series. I'm not going to try to be you know. Too opportunistic about it like i'm not working on the next one right now i want to actually you right. know yeah i don't want to be no like you don't want to force it right that's, that's what i was gonna really ask deserve it yeah are you like yeah so you, you don't want to have to scope out and try to find the next per uh, person yeah. worthy of criticism enough to make a, a long-form video about it yeah, I I uh I don't know. There's there's obviously like people that come to my mind when I think about, you know, what who's next or whatever, but uh there's nobody that I'm actively looking into. Usually it's like I'll see one thing that'll really bother me and I'll be like, "Okay, uh what else have we got here?" Um that well, was the if case. If you would like a suggestion, especially. I have <laughs> I have a lot of uh hot 
Goss about Rusty Cage if you wanted to make a video about him. I, I'm not could, on the radar ooh. though. That's the yeah, problem. I'm sorry, I haven't heard of uh, Rusty Cage. Uh, <laughs> well, it's not like I not like I have 1.1 okay. million subscribers or anything. <laughs> Fuck me. No, no. Yeah, well, yeah, um, yeah. I know some fucked up shit about Rusty. If you ever want to, you know, just ruin his career, just uh, oh, hit no, me up. <laughs> hey, why don't you, yeah. why don't you do the Emperor Lemon video vigilante? Because all I ever do is complain. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, dude. Oh man, yeah. Uh, fuck, I love your videos. I don't know if I could do that to you. <laughs> well, man, I'm gonna say there was some things like I I was uh, very impressed by the the video, obviously. And Emperor Lemon was trying to get me to watch it because I'm just right, like yeah. Rusty. I was trying to get you to watch this video for over two weeks, and you kept <laughs> sitting there telling me like, "Oh no, H3, H3 doesn't deserve uh, the hate." No, no, hold the fuck up. I didn't say H3 H3 doesn't deserve the hate. I and I think I think I'm getting a lot of weird misrepresented shit like uh, like i'm just fucking riding hrh3's dick no i i I can defend point by point everything and i still don't think that i'm was wrong i'm not even sure what what claims uh you're you're talking about but like i'm not even know what you're talking about i'm not an uber fan of hrh3 but i yeah i i do agree with some of the things that you said actually i agree with most of it like he's a fucking He's just a, a rude person to some of his guests, even though I think that there was a lot of cherry picking in the documentary. Um, I started <laughs> making a list. But I think all of it can be explained by H3H3 is just an idiot. And I think you said it several times <laughs> in the documentary. He's, you said only an idiot would have to think this. I'm like, yes, that's the point. He's just a dumb guy on the internet who found a niche and it worked. And everyone takes his word as gospel and they're, they're treating his word and everything he says and taking apart watching hundreds of hours of his videos to try to figure out like how to break down all of the things that he's inconsistent about. It's like he's a fucking politician or something. It's just <laughs> Ethan Klein. He's a fucking fat schlub on the internet. Right. Uh, yeah. there, there's one aspect of it that I, uh, you know, I don't want to have to try and like justify myself because I'm very aware of what I did. I'm not going to, you know, pretend like I'm fucking some moral superiority or whatever. Um, which obviously it could be argued that I already put myself in that position. But, I actually, uh, I actually have that uh, on my list. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm moral showboating is one list. of the things. Yeah. Did you write a whole list of things to shit on well, the guest for? I mean, us? I figured, I figured that was my job in this. I had to. Wow. At least, at least have Jeez. some sort of points. Yeah, it's if I'm going to be the one fine. criticizing it. Otherwise, it'd be unbalanced. You know. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, All right, yeah, yeah, go yeah, ahead. yeah no. Go ahead, sir. I, I figured going in because I, I listened to the uh, the one you guys talked about H3 on. Like, I think it was the first podcast on your channel. Um, and I could tell Rusty was, uh, yeah, definitely not uh, a fan of you guys shitting on him. But uh, <laughs> if there's one thing I'll say. That's because Rusty that, is hoping he gets invited on the podcast, so he had to defend him the whole hey, time. Hey, well, let me just say this. Uh, you, you have the most subscribers out of anyone on our podcast. And normally, I don't allow anyone to come on this podcast if they have uh, l- more subscribers than me. So... Are I don't you, know what I'm this, saying here. Is this like an H3 parody where you don't invite <laughs> on unpopular we, YouTubers? We only, yeah. we only so have far we've had, we, So far we've had Turkey Tom, Jeremiah the Gamer, <laughs> and now Gokunaru. Yeah. The fuck also, Turkey Ner- Tom has Nerd City was in one episode that might never get released because he won't send me the audio. What, what did you ask uh, um, Chris Gokunaru? Yeah. I, I, know, I know what he asked me. Uh, well, actually, what did you ask me? I'm not totally certain. I can no, tell, no, you, I can I, tell I was, you what I was going to say, though. I was yeah, going to yeah, say continue, that... Continue, sorry. Yeah, um, basically I was going to say that uh, Ethan Klein, there's something about it. Okay, wait, wait, let's, let's, just, let's just be clear here, okay? Ethan has, there's an aspect of it where it's almost poetic, right? Like, 
You saw the end of my video, right? The last words that I said. Uh, let the that? hunt begin. Oh fuck! No, no. Did not you take that. notes on every line? <laughs> no, I mean, I just, I just Nerd. watched it. Was that not the last? That was there more after that? Uh, yes, yeah. There oh, was, oh no, uh, shit! And then, and then there was the the whole the skit, right? No, no. Okay, whatever. Either way, the uh, the last thing I said, which was like, uh, if you can't dish it out. Uh, or sorry, don't dish it out if you can't take it, right? That right, yeah, applies yeah. to Ethan Klein in so many fucking directions that it pissed me off that the guy, that people who defend him, they don't realize that Ethan's whole shtick was that he would be poking and prodding other people and come out as fucking some moral superiority, right? And again, That's what I was know, saying. That's what I was fucking saying. And Emperor Lemon disagrees with me because he thinks that he is the moral superiority. And I'm saying this is a guy who fucking just makes fun of people. Even though I don't well, think that's where you're actually going with your statement. Okay, H3, H3 is very sanctimonious in a lot of his videos. I didn't think that was one of the points that you were making in documentaries, that he, he is trying to be, uh, like, the moral superior no, or whatever. Even if he's not trying to, it's something that is hard to avoid, right? Because anybody trying to maintain their image and who gets placed on a pedestal as high as he did, which he did get placed on a high fucking pedestal, okay? Yeah. And he is an average correct. guy. We need to be clear that he is an average person, all right? And he has many, you know, very, as we see on the podcast, he has many flaws that when he can't edit them out come very evident, okay? Um, but it is right. an aspect where when he is actively doing things to either harm people or... He's doing things that are just purely like toxic for other people to see, like spreading weird informa misinformation. It's yeah, something I, that you know what? he can be called out for that. He can be called out. And it, the fact mm -hmm. that his fans would come and say uh, that this is so toxic, you know, call out culture, whatever you want to call it. Dude, like, come on. That's that's exactly the, that's exactly what his thing is. OK, that was what it was, at least. And now that it's coming back and it's all come full circle, which it always does. Um, now it's all of a sudden a problem. And I started the second uh, episode of, uh, or whatever you want to call it, the, the follow-up video that I did, which was a pain and very stressful. But uh, I started it, I decided to start it with a clip of Ethan basically congratulating iDubs for the way that he took down Keemstar. And I wanted yeah. to show that because he himself basically approved of iDubs taking another man down. And now that it, the tables have fucking turned... It's very clear that, I don't know if he himself understands it, but just so that the fans can better understand that this was something that, you know, almost was inevitable in a way, if he, you know, continued being careless, which he was. Yeah, he is, he um, is careless. He's, um, it, it, this, I, I guess a lot of things where he's kind of being a hypocrite on uh, doing the call-out thing, a lot of parts in your documentary were kind of defending the points you were making uh, so that there was no way to actually criticize what you're saying, like... So he's making videos calling out, I don't know, Maddie B raps. And then um and then he goes, Oh yeah, it's just a joke. And you say, Well, it's not just a joke. That was you injecting your opinion and treating it as though it was fact, as though you knew the intent, but you actually said, Well, I'm I'm a hundred percent sure that this is, you know, uh the person's intent. He's actually uh saying, you know, hey, I love you, respect you, but really what he means is uh, I'm just saying that to uh, deflect, I don't know, f later criticism or some shit. Sorry, I kind of lost uh, it there. Yeah. 
I'm not certain. Well, Rusty, I don't know how many uh, debate classes you've taken, but that's kind of zero. The, that's kind of the whole premise of forming an argument is to support it with like facts and different things, and to like try to um, outdo the counter argument no, no, before that, they that even would, make it. That would be a that would be a straw man. It's something that you can set up and then instantly knock down with your own logic without the, the opposition uh, opposing debate. That'd well, be a straw, and I don't think it was a. a a weak straw man. I mean, I think that there's some credibility that I don't know that. Is he really known for call out culture or were well, those just R- Rusty? Select? Have you seen? Rusty. Have you seen? Uh, wait, have you seen? Sorry, uh, the um, episode with the Fine Brothers because he was pretty malicious toward the Fine Brothers. Yeah, but those guys were fuck. They're scam artists. Those guys fucking suck. Okay, man, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. I, I have to rewatch it. I, I mean, I, you're gonna be yeah. more up to date on these videos than I. Right. Am. Yeah, I mean, the guy. I mean, Ethan. He he does a lot more than just. Um, he does a lot more than just say what people are doing wrong, right? Like, he, he insults them. And it's funny. It's absolutely funny. I'm not fucking, like, SJWing on his ass, right? Uh-huh. But, like, I mean, fuck. The guy, right, the guy makes fun of him. He has a right to do what he does. Yeah, yeah But you sure, do but, a couple but, of times. You kind of take some of his jokes out of content. You uh, frame it as though it's a, a legitimate, malicious thing that he said when I think it actually was just an attempt to be funny on a podcast, which is live, so he can't, you know, rewrite the joke or make it work. <laughs> I, and I would well, agree Rusty, that his podcast fucking sucks for the most part. Rusty, Wait, I think I, okay. I had this yeah, conversation with you before, not on a podcast, but when we were just chatting one time. Um, so talking about, to go back to the Maddie B raps example, I mentioned, I mentioned this briefly in my Leafy video, and H3H3, as he was coming up the ranks, as he was starting to get popular... After I think he got shouted out by Filthy Frank, he there wasn't that much thematically separating him from Leafy's content. And when Ethan made the call out video on Leafy, a lot of people kind of took his side. Yeah, that was a red flag for me. I, I that was one of the things. I think there is a lot of difference, but it's still in the same mindset where Leafy's might not be as funny and he's just kind of rambling going like oh yeah dude this guy sucks and ethan might have been more i guess charismatic with his uh his joking about someone else but he was definitely doing the same thing yeah that was that was hypocrisy on his side well the thing the thing with that is that a lot of people did find leafy funny and they did not interpret leafy's videos as biting criticism and that all just comes down to what people enjoy or whatever it's fucking right it's a subjective perspective based on whatever your standards and values are for what constitutes a joke and what constitutes a malicious attack yeah, no, I, yeah. man i agree and then like um, in the in the documentary one of my favorite examples you know the whole final section was you have ethan in that leafy video saying pick on somebody your own size and then cut to ethan actively uh, runs a harassment campaign against like a 45 year old man with alcoholism oh man all right that's what my biggest fuck? fucking point that's my my biggest criticism first let me start out by saying are you actually friends with shoe nice's son no that's not shoe nice's son in the video okay all right dude the way you framed this the whole last point of this video was that you made shoe nice out to be this fucking innocent <laughs> victim to the big malicious angry h3h3 and elamob this guy, and and here's why I thought that was completely off base and probably should have just been cut out entirely. It was notable for sure, but you're you're on one hand you're giving Shoe Nice this benefit of the doubt where 
you're saying, oh, he's dealing with mental illness. He's an alcoholic, and H3 is calling him out. H3, H3, or fucking Ethan Klein, I mean, isn't he constantly talking about his fucking mental illness? And sure, you can say one's legitimate and one isn't, but then you're just taking their word and calling the other one a liar. But the, the fact that, like, why is Shoe Nice put on this uh, protected? He's put in this protected space. This is a guy who, I have it pulled up here. Uh, you also glossed over this. He said a little bit of salty things about Ethan or Ela. He calls her a, a whore from Israel. <laughs> uh, uh, calls them uh, punk-ass bitches. Fucking Bigfoot ugly as fuck. Uh, that's saying that about Ela. That's funny, though. Uh, Jewish people, are, <laughs> Jewish people are greedy and only care for themselves. Uh, Hila is a whore, and then whenever they they don't like him for that, th- then it's like they're fucking bullying Shoe Nice, a fucking dude who's well because clearly Rusty, can when, take when you it. have six million subs, you get comments like that every day from every direction. So to focus so much of your you know audience, yeah, but no, on one but guy, not from, not from Shoe Nice, not from Legends with okay, Vice Rusty, documentaries. I I think that. The problem that Gokunaru was bringing up wasn't the fact that he responded to the criticism. It was that Ethan made it sort of a recurring thing to just constantly or continually shit on Shoe Nice when Shoe Nice is basically just this tiny obscure channel and Ethan is He is not fucking obscure. Everybody knows who fucking Shoe Nice is. Well, people know who he is, but he doesn't really have supporters. He doesn't really have people who are willing to... And why back. is that? And why is that? Is that because he's a generally nice guy who just happens well, to be yeah, suffering but, but from Rusty, mental illness? But Rusty, that was illness? the and we should let Gokunaru respond yeah, right, after right. I finish my sentence. But the the whole point was that that was juxtaposed with Ethan telling Leafy pick on someone your own size. Meanwhile, he's picking on this guy with a thousand subs forever. No, no, he was talking about physical size, and Shoe Nice and Ethan are roughly <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the same okay. weight. Yeah, let's let the man talk. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I really don't want to debate with you about this too much. Uh, I I very much feel like everything that I personally had to say was better described in the video, and anything I can add to it would be really detracting to uh, from what I had to say. But yeah, if I have to qualify me bringing Shunice into the mix, it was very much so. I made it very clear that I didn't really care that Ethan. Like it made sense that Ethan, you know. Um, kind of talked about Shoe Nice on the podcast after Shoe Nice made a video, you know, bashing him and his wife. I made that very clear. Uh, but for Ethan to continually bring it up, and then eventually to have a game show where he brings a guest on and basically <sighs> exploits uh, the guests, or sorry, uh, Shoe Nice's. Um, and I don't really want to bring up Shoe Nice too much um, because I know, like, the guy is, you know, he has a lot of fucking shit going on. But uh, yeah, basically, like, for Ethan to bring a guest on to shit on shoe nice and to give the guest a fucking reward for shitting on shoe nice and then to also actively be soliciting and saying to shoe nice through the podcast not through any professional means but through the podcast saying shoe nice reach out to us we want to work with you we want you on our goof squad or whatever how can Mm. you say that that is not something that is clearly in the moral fucking if not in the moral i'll tell you why i'll tell you at least in the moral gray area i'll tell you why and and this is and this is all going to come back because a lot of these points are going to come back to the fact that you do you do not like the podcast, and I don't like the podcast. I like some episodes more than others, but Ethan is not a good host. He sucks as a host, and he sucks at formatting his podcast. And what he's trying to do is go with the old school shit that used to work. I don't know if you ever listened to Opie and Anthony or uh, Howard Stern, but the the whole whack pack idea. 
That shit is a proven system that has been fucking hilarious for decades. Yeah, but you missed the point where Ethan literally was had no intention of actually forming a whack pack, and Shunice felt like he literally made a video where he yeah. <laughs> was... I, I mean, I don't know exactly what was going through his head, obviously, but it was very clearly a video where he was expressing some dismay that Ethan had baited him. Tricked him, or lied him, yeah. Yeah, uh, you're right. I, I actually I might have missed that. That was right before we started recording. <laughs> but yeah, I just but, think it's I think it's a little fucked up to encourage an audience of your five million, I assume, children to like make fun of a, a guy who I would say is mentally retarded. You know? Oh fuck. Okay. I, I, okay. I, I, hey, I think, and, and look at us. Look at us. Fucking uh, moral. Yeah, our show superiors. has two thousand listeners per episode, Rusty. I think it's a different <laughs> nah, scale nah. of also. Also, we don't we don't stream our show live either in front of. of yeah, we choose to leave this shit in. Fans. Sure, and what did we say about um, uh, Quentin reviews on the uh, next uh, upcoming episode? Yeah, but he's not mentally retarded. But that's just you saying that. You're just saying that you are you think saying he is home. mentally retarded. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, well, you want you know beyond that point. There's a difference monkey. between me making fun of M- or, uh, Quentin reviews for the things he chooses to present about himself and harassing a guy who has a mental illness. Okay, Mumkey. I think the principle at fault here is not the idea of, of whether or not one guy is mentally ill and the other guy is right. in good standing. Why not? The principle here is the differences in the sizes of their audience. I think both factors play into it. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't think maybe, somebody of any maybe. size should this encourage was, fans to like make fun of and, and harass on Twitter or whatever I'm, the fuck. Some I'm guy just with saying mental that was, illness. this was the primary argument that everyone had against Leafy, where you have this 4.5 million subscriber channel going after... A kid with autism. A little kid with online. autism. Yeah. You're drawing and lines in the sand. You're you're putting numbers fuck. and drawing lines in the sand. The line in the sand of mental illness should be like you shouldn't. No, look have, at you. Now you're changing it. Now this is a guaranteed thing where one person is mentally ill and the other person is a, a corporate YouTube giant uh, who's just picking on this poor innocent. No, nobody, it's the, it's the reason why you're picking on somebody. I picked on Quentin Reviews for his politics. Picking on Shoe Nice because he's retarded is different. Comes with the territory, Rusty, and yeah. I think that Ethan. Not from, but no, you're you're fucking saying comes with the territory like it's fucking subscribers saying it or or people that you don't really care about. As though Shoe Nice isn't an actual person. He's a legitimate well, okay, person. Well, that people why, know. Why should why should Ethan care about it? Why should yeah. Ethan? You're right. Maybe he should do anything more than make a simple statement saying, "Oh, I disagree with Shoe Nice, but it's good for views. Uh, please don't don't." Don't go harass this guy. He makes it a big stink, continually brings it up in many of his podcasts, and he makes the guy just the butt of a running joke. Okay, why did Gokunara make this documentary then? 15 okay, wait, times uh, more subscribers than Shoe Nice. He has, fuck, many times more than that, I believe, but either way. Well, yeah. Uh, I think, you, like, you guys could probably have this debate without me. I really don't I know, don't I'm sorry wanna, about that. I, sorry. Yeah, no, I I sincerely, like, don't want to be sitting here while we're, like, discussing the video. I just genuinely want to move past the video in a okay. lot of ways. All right, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean I'm down I, with that. I, if, yeah, no, like, genuinely, I, I'm, I'm pretty fucking, like, I don't want to have to sit here and, like, kind of qualify my own video. I really just want to have it speak for itself and move on beyond that. Like I said in my second video... Uh, it's very much a situation where I'm done talking about H3H3. I'm obviously I'm open to talk about it in 
a more vague way, but like to dissect the video in front of me, like you guys, right. you guys can ob- obviously like you guys can have your own podcast where you do that. I don't like I'm completely open with that, but it, yeah, I don't I don't want to have to sit here and like you guys argue for me or against me and whatever. It's a bit like weird. Rusty, right, well, that's, thanks that's a lot, fair, Rusty. You, know? you cuck. Well, I thought that's what the fuck we yeah, were doing. I don't know. Who the fuck uh, said, let's write okay. a list of reasons why we don't like Rusty's the video. Rusty's list. He brought a list. You motherfucker said, you said, you're going to Yo, be, it's all good. You have to defend H3. Okay. All right. Well, uh, so let me that. ask you this. Let me ask you this, Gokunaru. What is next? Do you have anything planned at all? Yeah. Um, I mean, from here, I have some small, sh- some small, some small stuff I'm working on. Um... Either way, I, I don't know. I'm in exam season right now, so that's a bit of a pain, and I'm going to be trying my best to make videos, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I just plan on moving away from the video vigilante thing for a while, seeing if I can actually develop uh, a concurrent you know, viewer base off of my own right. uh, completely separate you know, drama-less videos, and then if I am successful in that, then likely, uh, you know, sure. exploring, yeah, exploring future, uh, whatever yeah, you videos want, you want a strong base. Uh, cause, cause every, right. you set the bar really high for yourself. Like, Oh inc- fuck. Yeah, dude. High for everyone. So now you're going to have to, if you don't yeah. start doing something else that you can hit on and kind of make with a little bit more ease, that doesn't take, uh, I don't know how long this one took you, you say a couple months. Mm hmm. So, I mean, yeah. do you, what other kind of uh, interests do you have for making videos? Yeah, I, I like doing skits. I like doing uh, just stuff with my brothers and, like, people who I find funny. Uh, I Generally, I like to make people laugh, okay? Uh, and I, I do, I like entertaining in all aspects of the word, whether it's making people laugh, you know, making people, uh, whatever, sad. Uh, I like kind of exploring those avenues, and I would like to m- explore that in more of a narrative setting where it's like there's no person who's the butt of the joke or whatever. It's more like, you know, it, this is a, a work of fiction. Um, right. Mm. And yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> like uh, buying, a, <laughs> buying a gun uh, with the, yeah. the clear statement to murder a YouTuber. <laughs> I thought that was yeah. fucking hilarious. Yeah, that I was, was like, how are you not demonetized? Oh well, I am. Uh, well, well, I'm not. I'm not he making. He doesn't any... have monetization enabled. Oh yeah, shit. I knew that. That's right. That was kind of one of the cruxes of me making the video. Was like I got demonetized, or sorry, I got my uh, partnership revoked, and it wasn't for any reason. I contacted uh, my uh, the people I was partnered with, which was Curse, um, and they uh-huh. said oh, literally you're with that fucking MCN. I yeah, was. I've heard lots of the MCNs had a lot of trouble with keeping monetized channels. After YouTube made that switch back in February where, like, under a certain watch time mm. per month, you could not get right. or not eligible for monetization. Right. That that wasn't what was wrong with my channel, though. There was no reason. I contacted my MCN, and they just gave me a vague statement where it's like, uh, to correspond with YouTube's new guidelines, we have to... Uh, drop you as a partner basically and then i you know messaged yeah and i messaged one of my uh whatever contacts and they basically said because i asked i was like what can i do like what did i do wrong that i can do better in the future right because i thought maybe it was my contents too edgy or something weird like that and he said it was literally nothing to do with my content it just had to happen and he said have a nice day and i was like just cut you off just like that Right, yeah, and it was it was very much a moment where because I, I I made a video about that and it's it very much again I don't there's a lot of things where I don't like uh, having to express myself with words I very much prefer to have a visual format where I can you know because there's a lot that you can say without saying anything you know yeah but you um, want to yell right. and you don't want people to come back at you where you have to respond to them instantly what's that 
I mean, I mean, you're saying you want to make like a video where you can say all this stuff and then people just have to watch it. And then you say, I don't want to have to explain that. Well, because the but, video I mean, speaks mm-hmm. for itself. Works like, yeah, it, but it very is much that ever. Is that ever the thing where, where you just say something and yeah, well, my last statement stands and someone goes, no, what about this? You go, I don't really want to defend it. I mean, I'm not trying yeah. to, you know, instigate right. it. No, yeah. No, <laughs> How many times are you going like, to try to make our guest leave? What are you doing? No, yeah. I'm just I'm, I'm curious. That, that's like number 13 on the list. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. What is this baited? What are you No, doing? dude, the list getting, is fucking uh, close. I am I'm getting fucking nervous a bit. Like, <laughs> no, don't, dude, shit. don't get nervous, man. So we're, we're just yeah, yeah, around. fuck. Well, Rusty. Okay. <laughs> I think we, we really fuck. should kick Rusty off the show. <laughs> Fine. You guys oh, talk God. for a little bit and I'll sit. Back. Rusty's going to be very unpopular from this episode, well, I can tell. I'll, well, just like in real life. It's so. okay. It's okay, Rusty. I've got your back behind the scenes. What? Don't worry. Do we do we have anything else to uh, discuss on this topic? Because uh, we've been going. Well, this is the longest episode so far. I'd like to discuss some stuff with Goku yeah, Naru, sure. if I may. For sure. I, um, so, Idubs. Yes. He, I think it's fairly safe to say that he is most well-known on the internet for his series Content Cop. It's an incredibly iconic series when he releases an episode it trends on twitter and you hardly ever see that for anything youtube related any single youtube upload Mm -hmm. but despite the immense popularity of content cop uh, a lot of people suspect that idubs actually dislikes making the making the series Mm. and if i had to guess i would predict that the last content cop has already been released mm-hmm. and idubs is moving on in a different direction and now what's interesting gokunaru is that when i saw your video vigilante and when i saw the comments a lot of people seem to be treating it as sort of a torch passing rusty moment. shut the fuck up <laughs> a lot of pe- a lot of people saw it as kind of like you took the thunder from content cop mm-hmm. uh i guess what i'm trying to say is it seems like a lot of this call-out culture and making a very influential video that kind of takes down a YouTuber. And I'd say that fairly confidently your video has greatly influenced sort of a new downfall in Ethan's online presence. But I have to say that type of video is certainly a double-edged sword where it comes with a lot of drawbacks that might not be very apparent right now since it's easy to focus on all the subscribers and the positive Mm -hmm. comments i just kind of wanted to get your thoughts on maybe the near future as to how you can sort of stay grounded after a smash hit video like that yes actually that's a good question right yeah i um i'm very consciously aware of what exactly uh, the implications of um what i've done in terms of like what people will expect of me going forward um and it's something that I don't know how I'm going to deal with it. I don't know how I'm going to, you know, handle it mentally. Um, I just am very much thinking to myself, worry about the day-to-day. Like, worry about, you know, getting through each day, being good in school, hopefully still. And, um, you know, if YouTube, if I continue to succeed on YouTube, which it's totally possible I won't. Absolutely, that's a possibility. Because, uh, like you said, you know, I went went after H3H3. Uh, and that was obviously a very controversial move. And people <laughs> people are, yeah, who are expecting me to take down somebody who's like that same stature, right? right. Like, that's impossible. That's not fucking possible. Uh, I can't emulate the video that I've already made. And a lot of people are going to want me to, right? 
Um, but overall, man, uh, all that I can really say about that is that I'm fucking, for the first time in a long time, I'm excited to make videos. Okay, hey. I'm excited because uh, there was very many, many years where I would put a video on YouTube and get 200 views, fucking five comments, and I, did, I just never got the feedback I was looking for. And now finally, every video, or oh, at least, sorry, the two videos I put up now, there are so many people who are criticizing me, people who are, you know, pointing out the things I've done wrong, much like, you know, Rusty is uh, trying to <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah, fucking uh, list. Pe- yeah, yeah, yeah. People, people who, I, and these are all comments I've read, and things, the things that Rusty is saying, I mean, of course, like, everybody has said that to me in some form already. I mean, are they, are they illegitimate? I mean, I, I wasn't trying to come at you, like, you know, with any personal attack. I was, you know, I'm just, uh, I, I'm interested to see what you have to say back to it i mean do you find any criticism to be unwarranted or just uh you get more hate than well, like, R- rusty you haven't watched his response video and he i know I, like you're right every you're right. piece I, of I criticism so oh, you're right okay. yeah that's the thing I, I fuck man i kept a lot of it vague for a reason okay i don't want to have to ki- specifically qualify one or th- thing or another because i can only lose by doing that that's right. the thing right like and fuck you know i mean that's just an aspect of it the more you talk about something it's more inevitable that you'll say something that'll turn someone off or fucking right you know <laughs> just make someone question it that's hra3's problem because they he just keeps uh, talking I, and talking until he fucking digs a hole deeper that may maybe in the wrong uh, digs a hole in the wrong direction where i guess you know i see what you're saying yeah you you put the thing out there Take it for what it is. If you don't like it, you don't like it. If you do like it, you do like it. Right. And from from me, I'm just trying to improve in the future. Um, and so uh, I'm not sure exactly where my train of thought was going. But basically, uh, I'm very much aware of what's wh- wh- like what people expect of me. But from here, I'm just excited to know that people are going to be criticizing me. People will be watching what I do. I have to be pretty careful. And I like that because it keeps me on my toes. And it'll hopefully, I hope... Um, end up with me making better content um, and being less stupid overall because, you know, there are some things that I've done where I, you know, I look back and I'm like, fuck, that was dumb. (laughs) Right, someone someone might end up making, looking at you under a microscope or, yeah. I mean, I I know that fear, just any of us, like we could all just be fucked. If someone wanted to make a case, it'd be very easy to do. (laughs) Yeah, on on the episodes we've released already, (laughs) there's enough to completely destroy my YouTube career. (laughs) Right. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, now, Goku no, Naru. I, yeah, go ahead. I find your situation very interesting and actually yeah. kind of relatable because in May of 2017, I released a video where I basically did a takedown video on behind mm. the meme. Yeah, now that video, that's of course, is <laughs> very controversial, but it gave me a lot of attention. Like Anthony Fantano shouted out my video. Um, mm-hmm. Internet historian who was like getting really big at the time yeah. contacted me and eventually it, I ended up doing a collab with him on his channel. But at the same time, even though that video is 15 years old <laughs> and or 15 months old, God damn it. I thought you were just being facetious because it was funny. <laughs> um, it probably bugs me more than any other video I've ever made mm-hmm. because there's a subset of people that really hate me over that video mm-hmm. and myself. Included. They will ref- yeah. <laughs> they will refuse to watch any of my newer stuff, even though I've completely segued far away from that topic. I'm making videos 
reviewing friggin' SpongeBob now, <laughs> or that was just one video. But still, I hardly even talk about memes anymore. I don't make YouTube poops anymore. Mm-hmm. And despite this, this video still still gets a lot of views. It's a lot of people's first taste of my channel. And since it's such a controversial video, a lot of people watch that video and they kind of um, use it to judge what I'm all about. Right. Even though personally, I disagree with a lot of the stuff I said in that video and right. I kind of regret it. Yes. But it doesn't change the fact that that's how people view me. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to, um, I don't know, maybe give a warning, even though there's nothing that can really be done. Like once it's out there online, yeah, there's no Don't going re- back. Right. And sometimes in hindsight, you wish you could uh, do stuff a little differently. Yeah. Are you worried that you're going to make a mistake in a future video? Absolutely. Fucking hell. Is that, uh, in the, but that's where you're staying on your feet. Right. Yeah. So I've always, in my life, I've always been held to a high standard. Like if I fuck up, I've been berated, right? Like it's like, you know, it's not something where I'm, I've, I'm just careless and I say anything I want. That's, that's why I'm a little bit fucking, you know, a little bit uh, nervous about this podcast because I know it, that it's very possible. I can nobody fuck up. watches this. It's actually the joke is that, is that we made this and I, I think Monkey's the only one that's ever even mentioned it to anyone. One. Yeah, thanks, uh, Rust. Yeah, well, listen, listen. Don't don't be worried because you're not saying anything wrong. You're doing fine. It, but I don't think anyone's gonna care. But you don't have to worry about fucking being too safe. No, I'm I'm not somebody who is worried about being safe. But I'm very consciously aware that the things that I say can be used against me. And I have now opened. Are the Jews greedy? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. What, do, what am I supposed to fucking say to that? You know, you like, say no. <laughs> you could say no, or you could say the correct answer. Yeah, no, I, I would never God. judge somebody based on their fucking background, only no. on how they act in the uh, moment. Yeah, politician. Rust. All right. Right, yeah. Right. Well, what Sorry, the fuck do you want from me, right? Like, no, <laughs> no, you're doing <laughs> So, Emperor Lemon, what was your point? That uh, once you have a big breakout hit, expect to be defined by it for years to come, even though you might grow and evolve and change over the years? Because that's been happening right. to me ever since Once, I did anime reviews. Like I had or the knife game. I'm still fucking stuck yeah, in that box. Like that it's happens been, to all of us. Mm, like it's the, just our it's what happens. The, the interesting thing the interesting thing about YouTube in particular is you don't choose how far in the spotlight you get pushed. That it kind of just happens by chance almost. Whatever the algorithm decides or what dominoes fall your way, all of a sudden you could end up with a multi-million view video that you did not plan on getting viewed by more than 500 people. Yeah, but, look at Count Dankula. He made a video for his friends and it got him arrested. Like, who, who knows how many views yeah. the shit you make will get? Well, now, yeah, now he's an inter- he's like an internationally yeah. known political subject. Yeah, that's, that's just, that, that's just um, a symptom of the age we live in where information can spread so rapidly. All of a sudden, you could just put something out online and it gets viewed by a million people in a month. And even though you may not intend for that to happen, you have to be prepared to deal with the consequences. Because when you get placed on that pedestal and put in that spotlight, you will be scrutinized heavily. And it's up to you to make sure that everything is kind of sealed and tied down. And because people are going to be after you. People want a taste yeah, of that rusty. fame. And then- <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, not not the fame part though, of course. Well, I, I think uh, 
it it's worth uh, pointing out that uh, Gokunaru's videos this last month probably have more views than yours. <laughs> huh? No, Blowing the yeah, fuck maybe, out. Huh? <laughs> hey. So much bullying going I on. I swear that's all right, but we're all it's we're nudging is, each other. This is supposed to be this is supposed to be a safe <laughs> yeah. space. Yeah, I'm I'm scared, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it, we are now hitting a full uh, hour, so if we could wrap up. Um, uh, what are you going to school for? Uh, I'm going to school for business. Right okay, now. is that is that the direction you want to go uh, in, or is that just man. like a general type of degree? It's a very safe and general uh, direction that I I haven't made any concrete decisions yet. I I have you know. Lawyer is always an option. Hell I guess, yeah! For me, it's something that dude YouTuber. Yeah. Fuck that <laughs> YouTuber. No, no, don't listen to Rusty. You, none of us are going to be YouTubers in five years. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Mm. No, lawyer is probably safe. I mean, the, uh, that video. I don't think you even need to go to school. Well, the, the video he made proves he's willing to put in hundreds of hours of right, research, right. forming it's an argument man. and shit. Like, yeah, I think if you want to be a lawyer, you should definitely double down on that. That'd be great. Yeah, but I mean, they're they're going to come back at you with a. Uh, with uh, their speech too. Well, yeah. What's that? Nah, whatever. No, nah, <laughs> Rusty thinks he knows how the law works. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love no, I love competition in that aspect. I like the lawyer aspect because, like, I I took law classes in high school and we, you know, had mock trials and whatever. And I was I always enjoyed being the defense because I like being kind of the underdog. I like being on the underdog side. Yeah, right? you got to be devil's and advocate. I like yeah, it's interesting. Right, yeah, I'm I'm very much a devil's advocate type of person, but when I feel passionately about you know what I'm talking about, I usually am pretty you know I, I'll follow through, right? Um, but uh, yeah, I I don't know, I like the competition aspect of it, you know, where it's like you're kind of it's it's almost not even about it's almost not even about the objective situation. It's you two people trying to fight over like having have an argument and just trying to win the argument. You know, that's. I see that yeah. in law, right? Like, there's a certain level of being able to suspend your own beliefs from the situation and just purely wanting to, I guess, you know, defeat your opponent or whatever. Right? right? It's yeah, it's, like a chess. Game of chess. it's chess of of ideas and words. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it is. That's a lot of fun. I mean, that and that's that's the it's between the you, it's me, little, and Ampu. You got to put the a point up, bullying. and you got to you want to see if the person can respond because I mean, definitely in a trial, like someone's gonna bring up something that's gonna hit you hard and you're gonna have to come back with that and then they're gonna come back with something right. i don't know how many you know what? rounds there are. but but right yeah Whatever. but usually like when you're brought yeah but when you come to trial you're usually ready for a trial yeah. you're usually not just thrown yeah. into it uh, i don't no, think I, his yeah. trial i got, I got ready I, I have my dossier okay. uh in my list well hey uh everybody this has been our extensive interview with youtube legend in the making mr gokunaru uh, thank you for coming on the show. Hope it wasn't too much of a hassle for you. Yeah. Do you have anything you. else you want to say? Uh, not too much. No. Well, I'll uh, say uh, yeah, on his I behalf mean, down below. Obviously, we'll link his big H uh, three video, but also he made a podcast of all of the videos that he likes of his, and I think we should link to that too, so that people can see the other kind of stuff that he makes. Yeah, cool. I, I want to check it out. I'm, I'm gonna probably go through your videos uh, right after we finish recording this because I feel like I'm a little bit undereducated. Just in general or mm-hmm. on this topic? Yeah, in general. Oh, <laughs> just in life. <laughs> uh, M. Plemon, you have anything else to say? Uh, Go Canaro, that video you made about H3H3 was very well done. I think you have a very bright future ahead of you on YouTube. A lot of people are looking at you as kind of a hero now. Christ. Kind of a Robin Hood figure. I appreciate kind of it. Restoring the balance back to H3. Mm-hmm. And... um. 
Just keep in mind that with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> fuck that. <Yes. laughs> okay, let's cut it I after the fuck that. No, man, uh, your videos are good, it, and uh, you definitely have a, a real skill. Like, Keep going with it. Figure out you. whatever you're going to do going forward, because I think it's going to be fucking good no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it, man. I'm going to try my best, and you know, worst case... This will be the last time we talk, but uh, hopefully I'll try and make it not the case. Not <laughs> no, I might see you. In, I might I might hire you as a lawyer one day. Yeah, yeah. We, we might want to hire oh, you hell to yeah. protect us when we get sued by all the YouTubers we talk <laughs> shit about. Yeah, so stay tuned for another episode of my low effort podcast. <laughs> okay. Hey, man. Thanks for coming on. And stop.